there's there's a migration line of birds outside right now. There is literally a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ceiling of birds. That's a good sign. Yeah. That's a really good sign. So huh, hopefully that means that what we had was our frost nap. We're not supposed to have any more freezing weather after tonight, right? Uh, Well, I'm pretty sure we are still a couple of nights, okay. but I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Literally... Or, oh, nope, I <laughs> eat my own words because uh, not this Thursday or Friday, next Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's forecasted to drop down to 23 and 24. Wow, we're going to have so many plants ready to go outside by the time they're ready to go outside, huh? Oh, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point of starting them in is that yeah. you're no, supposed no. to have transplants that are, you know, ready to start. And in two hours, in we got to go to Walgreens because uh, we're meeting the lady to buy those elderberry cuts for you. So oh. you're going to have to look that up. So six of them. Okay. So where are you getting total? Because, yeah, elderberries. I'm I'm all over that. <laughs> yeah, I know nothing about elderberries. Um, I think you got a elderberry jam mm-hmm. or something syrup. like that. Yeah. Syrup? Yeah. I've, I've gotten elderberry syrup. I've gotten elderberry jams because elderberries are great. I, I love them. They're they're. They're just tasty. I don't even know what nutrients are in them. I just know that they're tasty. Oh, and I know, I know that, that they're that somewhat they're, good for you. Yeah, because they use their elderberry like pills and that you yeah. can be taking for whatever reason. I don't know what it and is. Again, but it's the same thing. We're falling into the vitamin stuff because we don't have enough healthy things going on. But yeah, as soon as we, we can need get to, to figure that. out um, the foods that we need to. Well, I know that specifically like B12 is the mm-hmm. hardest one to get from food. So no, I know no matter what, none of us are going to stop taking the B12 um that's good because vitamins completely insufferable without it no i'm kidding (laughs) but the i and i think it's the same thing for folate it's not really a folic acid it's not really something that you can get a whole lot from food but like magnesium i definitely can uh up some food intakes for it and honestly everybody should because that's another one of the serotonin ones (laughs) that helps Help serotonin get B12 processed. B12 actually isn't that hard. It's just a matter of having enough of it. Because I, I, I am going to explain this to you. And when I explain this to you, you're going to kind of giggle about it. Is the fact that B12 is heavy in your salmon. And how do you well, feel after it, having I a big love, ass plate of your salmon sashimi? I adore having oh it. I like guess this last weekend you just had a plate of yeah. salmon sashimi. And I literally, like, that's you all just I finally mean. cut out all the middlemen in the dressing. You're just like, there, just give me a plate of salmon. <laughs> And they did. It was like probably it was that's close to I a wanted. pound. That was probably close to a pound of salmon. That's all I wanted. Yeah, and no, that's no. kind of where I am with everything right now. It's like, you know, we keep going out to sushi and I've just slowly been narrowing and narrowing. It's like, <laughs> I want the, the Rangoons. Yep. And like, that's it. If we get the jalapeno poppers, like that's, those are good. Yeah. But like, that's, I'll have some of those and then maybe some soup. Those and then I just awesome. want, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want salmon sashimi. I just want salmon. It's literally so good, and I'm waiting. I'm super excited for everything to start coming back in season because when everything else starts coming back in season, mm-hmm. every I like all the other fishes when they're in season. Yeah. Otherwise, I just they don't taste very good to me. I feel like salmon. I don't know. I, I don't ever taste salmon and go, mm, it's out of season. I go, mm, it could be a little bit better, but I still really like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just I'm. I hey, love it. No, and it no, yeah, I fine. guess that's why it makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, but like the canned sardines and all of those things that I have and the mm-hmm. hair and those. Yeah, we just we just need to stock up on that kind of stuff because that's the stuff that helps out a lot. And um, if we do the math on it, you know, yeah, a pill of B12 is cheaper than a tin of sardines. Mm-hmm. But the sardines also have a lot of other 
nutrients yeah, that like are in the, there for you uh, too. The omega yeah. fatty acids. Pl- plus things for your skin, your circulatory health, and those those kinds of things. So we definitely want to look at that. But it's time to bore you and try not to bore you today because I know <laughs> yesterday it was it wasn't that you were bored. It was that it just you didn't understand a lot of it. So. But yeah, today, and I was sick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> not you sick, were, but you I was. Were, you were you were clogged up. And so yeah. And today I've got it. So welcome to the afternoon dive with the stupid podcast on everything. Where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki, and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. And I'm a little. I got to give you a little bit of excitement. So yesterday afternoon's podcast mm-hmm. was our highest rated, literally. And I, when I say highest rated, I don't mean just slightly highest rated. Um, and I'll say it percentage wise because percentages always just sound good <laughs> to me. But whoops, let me go back to my analytics. So yesterday's yesterday afternoon's podcast when we mm-hmm. started talking about fair tax um, was up one thousand two hundred and thirty three percent in our viewerships. So massive boost. And I mean, and don't get me wrong. I did pimp it. I mean, I, I went out to all of my, my things. So that was just a little exciting. So just the download side of that alone was, was pretty impressive. So I'm, I'm excited about that. But yesterday we talked about kind of the way our tax system works and how just screwed up our tax system is right now. Right. Mm -hmm. You kind of got it instead of you getting your money. And then paying a tax on what you use or what you buy, which is fair use, which is what taxation is supposed to be. We explained how everybody has got their hands everywhere, taking money from every dollar that is ever printed until that dollar goes back at a debt that will never be repaid. Right. Mm-hmm. That was basically the whole thing for yesterday. OK. Yeah. So. In walks the fair use tax and the fair use tax says, hey, look. You're going to buy these things, and if you're buying these things for personal use and and you're not a lower-income family and you don't have a bunch of assistance going on, then these things that you decide that you're going to buy are going to to have a 30% tax on them, right? Mm -hmm. And your instant brain goes, oh, my gosh. So, And and it's a lot of people's viewpoints is that's a lot. It sounds like a lot, but it's what's being taken from you in, in even more. Just a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. Remember, we talked about 99 people standing in line, Mm -hmm. you know, to take a penny from you a piece. Doesn't sound like a lot, but by the time it gets around, it's 113 people taking a penny from your dollar. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. It's literally that somebody's getting 13 cents on that. And then you still have those 99 people and just you're going to lose money Mm -hmm. any way you look at it. So but in order for us to. And, and it and it shows me and now let me make this clear. I am not an economist. I am not a professional economist. My degree is not in economics. Right. I'm fine to say that, that to say that maybe there's somebody who's an economic professor or whatever out there who can say, well, a little bit different, but I'm pretty good on economics. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been telling you what foods were going to go up and what was about to be the next thing and how accurate have I been? Oh, you had it to a T. Yeah. So everybody stock up on your dog food. No, that's just your warning, you know, but you know, I kind of know economics because it's part of the kind of marketing that I do. I don't do little, I'm going to promote your, you know, your Facebook post to 3000 people on blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I barely even touch Instagram because it's not within my wheelhouse, but I know Instagram, but 
I'm just saying it's not one of my things. So what people say, and, and, and it was a post, and actually, I, I'll let me find the, the tweet really quick. So Buddy Carter tweets out, and um, because the Heritage Foundation asked, should Congress abolish the IRS? And Buddy Carter says yes, by passing the Fair Tax Act. And the Fair Tax Act, as we've talked about before, just for summary, for anybody who didn't know, is basically a 23% flat tax on things that you choose to buy, right, that are voluntary purchases. And that's it. No more withholdings, no more anything else. You just pay 23%. Opponents say that it's closer to 30%, and you and I are, are just going to say 30% because, hey, let's go worst-case scenario on it and say 30%, okay? okay, which is still cheaper than what our dollars tax right now at 113%, okay? <laughs> so so we're just going to say 30%, so not, not a huge deal. Um, and so the Fair Tax Act says, hey, you want to buy a new car? You're going to you're going to spend 30, you know, 30 percent over that for the car. OK. And if you're, you want to buy a new whatever, you're going to spend 30 percent over it. But then it's over. It's done. You own it. Right. We talked about your phone yesterday. Mm-hmm. Imagine if every single year they came back to you and told you, you were going to pay additional money on your phone yeah. for taxes. That's ridiculous. Right. Uh-huh. And then it was never going to really be your phone because if you didn't pay those taxes, they could take your phone. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the way taxes currently are it's a ridiculous joke and it's theft and it's something that we've come to live with okay so in the tweet pretty much puts both sides of the argument and again i understand both sides of the argument you know and and it's one of those that it once again is is polar for people who are inside of it because i said 2009 and i apologize it's actually older than that i believe yeah the fair tax act originally came out in 1995 was, oh, and, wow. and it's been put forward by several congressmen and has never gained traction. Our our gov- our federal government, the people who are, we have elected to represent us, have decided to not help the people. And there's the arguments. And the arguments are believed on both sides. And the arguments aren't fully wrong. The arguments just state that some people don't know economics and should shut their fucking mouths because they shouldn't have an opinion on something they don't know anything about. I shouldn't tell people how to uh, fix an appliance because I don't know how to fix an appliance. I shouldn't tell people how a sports, you know, any sports team should work and who they should trade and everything because I don't know jack about it. I shouldn't tell anybody in the music industry what concerts they should go to and what concerts that they shouldn't, what venues they should have because I don't know those numbers and I don't have those numbers. So I shut my mouth and I stay out of the things that I don't know anything about. When you and Nikki are talking about designs and cutesy things and things that you guys want to do and different things that outfits and, and things you want to do design wise and paint wise and all these things that you guys want to do in your room. What do I do? Just support Keep us. My effing mouth shut and be supportive <laughs> about the fact that I don't know anything about it. And so anything that I give isn't going to be an educated guess and is therefore going to be detrimental to the entire conversation. Correct. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, that sounds cold hearted. Like you're a man. Shut the fuck up. Look, I don't know what menstrual pain feels like. Okay. Any more than you know what getting kicked in the rack feels like. Right. It's like, you know, it's like. Can hmm. help you know what menstrual pain feels like. I, so do I. <laughs> Same. You can do the, the, the thing with the, the electro whatever pulse thingy yeah and you know what go for it i guarantee you i'm anyways <laughs> i want to do but it then, but what's the equivalent us. on the other side where i can literally have uh, you, you can't. feel what it's like to be kicked in the nuts you, it's you can't <laughs> yeah anyways so buddy carter pushes up and and says and and by the way when i talk about 
a pharmacist in Georgia named Buddy Carter, okay, Earl Buddy Carter, and is, you know, very well known in his community and everything. You get a visual that pops up of people when you hear about them, and he was not the visual I that popped up at all. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I wouldn't like you in real life because just he doesn't look like what I expected. You 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 hear everything about him, small town, pharmacist, family, you know, got mm, no, but but he's right on this. OK, and and that's it. And he said he said, you know, when the Heritage Foundation asked if or tweeted, should Congress abolish the IRS? He tweeted back, yes, by passing the fair, the fair tax act. And so people like on both sides of it, yeah, repeal it, get rid of the IRS. And, and other people were like, um, okay, like here's somebody, uh, Dontavious Reese asked, he said, Hey, honest question. What happens to social security bill? If, if it's enacted. And that's a fair question because social security is currently paid by federal taxes, but in this situation where the fair taxes is there, just so Dontavious knows, a allocated amount would go to social services, which includes social security. Now, once again, and I've said this before, social security is the biggest Ponzi scheme ever because it relies on continual growth of our population um, of American citizens who are paying into the tax system to work. Here's what's great again about the fair tax act so i just want to say this is my first first thing that's exciting about it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you are here legally if you are here illegally it doesn't matter if you are a janitor or a drug cartel boss if you walk into a dealership to buy a new car you are going to pay that tax before you can leave with that car so it's not getting written off. It's not going anywhere. That money is going back into the coffers and then that money can properly be allocated to social security. So if you want social security and social benefits like welfare and food assistance like SNAP to be able to, you know, prolong <laughs> what they are until we find a better solution, then the Fair Tax Act is absolutely the best way to do it. Now, something that somebody else sat there and said was, you know, it's absolutely ridiculous because if you think about it on the 30% side of things, right, you're going to go and you're going to buy a $30,000 car and you're going to have to spend $39,000 on it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds true, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. And, and I'm going to explain why it's not, because this is where economics comes in. Let's let's just take it to a $100,000 car. Okay, because there's plenty of vehicles out there that once you do them up, they're in hundred thousand dollars. You know, my Titan Titans are going bye bye. So if you buy a Titan right now, it's going to go up in value because Titans are awesome trucks. Don't care what anybody says. And despite what I'm dealing with with the dealership, who's got their heads up their butts, it doesn't matter. I called Nissan Corporate, and everything's getting taken care of. Yeah, I haven't talked to you about that. We'll talk about that tomorrow um, for our morning show. Anyways, so. Here's the thing. So my Titan can easily get to $100,000. No joke. Get a Ford Raptor over $100,000. Okay. So let's just say so $100,000 vehicle. So that means that I have to pay $130,000 for that vehicle. Except that's not true. 
because part of the profit and the cost that I have in that vehicle isn't just the building cost of that vehicle. It's all the taxes I have to pay on that vehicle and all the parts for everything that I get when that vehicle is being assembled as a vehicle manufacturer, right? All the taxes that I have to pay for each and every single employee that I have, right? All the taxes that I have to pay on the building that I'm in for the transportation, all the logistics and everything else that I have in there that I have to pay on, on those. For every single cent, that I have to buy things at. I have to pay taxes on those things, right? That's the way it works. And I have to pay for the administrative costs for people to manage all of those taxes, which can be upwards of 30%. Funny number, huh? Upwards of 30% of the cost of operating a business is spent on accounting, bookkeeping, HR, and every every other thing that people need to have Um to stay in compliance and finance and just all of it, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens to my entire accounting department, tax preparation department, and compliance department, and and HR and payroll when all of a sudden I don't have to worry about that tax in any way, shape, or form? You don't need them anymore. Right. So all of a sudden my costs go down. And now for me, staying competitive and knowing the numbers that I need to make... What does that mean to the end consumer? That the price of what you're selling isn't going to be as expensive? Yeah. So my $100,000 my $100,000 truck suddenly can be 20% cheaper. Right? Because they're cutting out this 30% expense that they have. They don't need it anymore. So if this if this was to go through, how quickly would things start to change like that like immediately so but i know and i so that's like one of those that's like both good and bad because it means immediately a bunch of people won't have jobs Mm -hmm. but everything will get cheaper well here's the thing there's a taper down in anything like this right and the way that they've presented it um the people who actually put forward for the fair tax act um which if you want to go to their website for anybody watching it's at fairtax.org um, but what they're putting in, what they're, uh, what they're basically, uh, proposing, there we go. There was my word, <laughs> um, is a seven year taper off. Now I don't think we need a seven year taper off, but their seven year taper off is specifically for people who already owe money, to the IRS to still be, you know, able to be gone after and everything else. And for obvious reasons and personal reasons, I'd just say, no, get, you know, cut it off. And you're right. You're talking about a huge, a huge, a huge mark in things like that. Right. And and I mean, there's people who I'm sure are our listeners or were our listeners who just realize that I'm proposing them out of a job. So but the thing is, is that there's going to still be a level of books that need to be kept. And for smaller businesses, they need bookkeepers. And there's going to be a lot of automated and online things that people still need people for. Look, accounting isn't something that there's an over surplus of accountants in this country for. Accounting is like truck drivers. There is a shortage of qualified truck truckers. And that's why we have so many accidents. You know, they're milling people out every every single day. They're they're you know, there are programs that get truckers on the road in 10 days. There are programs that will get somebody started bookkeeping in a few days there's software that's that's out there but yeah there's a lot of people who will lose their jobs and if we're talking about everything from 
you know, the changes of it. Yeah, they're going to have to adapt. But a lot of accountants have a lot of other skills, a lot of other administrative skills, a lot of other business skills, a lot of other things that they do and they do well. And so, yes, they technically will not be needed in those companies anymore. And yes, that technically sucks. They're going to be put out. But just like with, you know, and I'll I'll say it with the coal workers and, and people who are in obsolete things, it changes. It doesn't disappear. Things change, you know, um, beepers were a thing right and they were pagers there was literally okay so you get a little thing and you have to call a number back there was an entire industry around that right and i am 100 percent can tell you from personal experience that anybody who ever had a beeper or pager didn't die the moment beepers and pagers died right figure something else out and you move on Mm -hmm. but Again, those people are even going to see the benefit in not having to pay those taxes, right? Everything else still stays in place. So these are the, the way these taxes work is that they're fair use taxes. And yes, the, it stinks to think about that. But from us as an end consumer, okay, you know, tens of thousands of people are going to lose their jobs. Okay. Anytime that there's a shift in anything, tens of thousands of people lose their jobs. Yeah. Anytime a new anything comes out, and changes anything, tens of thousands of people lose their jobs. See, I feel like the only thing that would make that, like, I feel like that's the only thing that would make whatever seven-year taper or whatever that they're proposing for it, would mm-hmm. there would be some kind of loophole that would make somebody that lost their job get screwed over and end up in a worse position than when they were, when it all started. Like, if they would, it, it instead of just, implementing it and immediately changing everything within you know a year sure but here's the thing you're a compassionate person and i love that about you but you're a compassionate person in an an uncompassionate incompassionate industry when the government decided that the logging industry was done tens tens and tens and tens of thousands of loggers lost their jobs Instantly, mill workers lost their jobs. Fort Bragg went from being a bustling little little city and beautiful community to one of the highest unemployment rates anywhere in the world, right? Because mm-hmm. that's just what happens. That's what disruptive technology does, right? Disruptive technology changes everything. Understand that once we got indoor plumbing, there were a lot of people whose jobs were literally to go and clean out outhouses and septic tanks lost their jobs. That's just the way that it is. And anything that we do and anything that we create, you know, it has an adverse effect and it's going to have an adverse effect. No arguments that it's going to have an adverse effect. But when you have an economy that's booming because suddenly taxes, taxation is fair and people have more money and they have more money to spend and people are sitting there and, and looking at those, then there becomes more and more opportunities to understand things. Personal finance is still personal finance, right? Mm-hmm. And now there's people that have more money and need to want to get a hold of their personal finance and look at retirement planning and would rather have a personalized retirement planner who's handling, you know, a few accounts versus just a large conglomerate that means nothing to them. Look across the street. We have Brian Walsh. He's an attorney across the street, right? Okay. Yeah. He doesn't work for one of the big firms. Oh, hey, and uh, Brian Walsh is 
<laughs> definitely our attorney across the street there's another brian walsh that is literally being accused of murdering his wife not that guy oh yeah no 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 <laughs> our attorney not not murder we should talk to him about that make sure just to verify hey brian. well it's spelled differently okay but so, still yeah and i've seen the pictures of the guy not not our brian okay, but still good. just wanted so. to clarify that real quick <laughs> because i know it's been a big news headline okay but brian doesn't work for a big firm Right. Brian doesn't work for a big entity. Brian doesn't work for any. Brian has his own little thing. Now, Brian probably makes less money and works harder than if he worked for a big firm. Not probably. He does. But Brian is the nicest guy. And the people and Brian gets to choose his customers. And Brian gets literally the, the there's a payoff in that. Right. And that he he doesn't have to come into work on a Friday if he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And we know when when seasons when hunting seasons come up, Brian's gone. <laughs> yeah. Brian, Brian just gone. <laughs> it's like, and you know, and so, uh, but he's he's a good person, and we love the guy, and he's great, and you know, it changes a person health wise too, to not have those stresses, to not have those. Look, when I deal with the franchise tax board, and I deal with the IRS, and I talk to people, they're miserable. Their jobs are horrible Mm. and i'm sorry those people would be better fulfilled you know being a librarian i'm not kidding like organizing books in a library is cathartic for librarians i've watched them do it they just they'll set up a a shelf and they'll make sure all the books are even and they're in line and all the numbers are right in the dewey decimal system and i have seen librarians just with that euphoric (sighs) before some 12 year old kid comes by and screws (laughs) with them but you know, but it's the same thing. It it doesn't, people just have to change. It's the way we've always been, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about it now for coal miners. They have to change. They can't just sit around and do nothing. You know, I physically cannot go into a truck again without destroying my life and my health, right? Mm-hmm. And so my life has to change. So I'm back over on the marketing side. I'm back over on the business side. I'm back over on everything else that I'm doing. I'm working on the back back end of things. You know, was is my job gone? My job is gone, right? It's mm-hmm. essentially gone, but I changed. And so, yeah, it, it does stink. But the, the realization that you lost your job, but my car costs, my $100,000 car costs $20,000 less. I'm paying 30000 in taxes, which means I'm actually only paying 10000 more. But that's not really the number because 30% isn't, you know, $30,000 on an $80,000 vehicle, is it? So it's now $24,000. And so when I do the number, I say, well, so now instead of paying $130,000, I'm only paying $104,000. And I don't have to pay, pay a bunch of taxes for it. So it's pretty exciting to think about when you understand the economics of the numbers. Because then you realize that, okay, this makes it cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we don't have as many bakers since they came out with automatic automatic bread machines, right? <laughs> But automatic bread machines are pretty dang awesome. Yeah. But, you know. You still can't get the same little touch-ups and things that, you know, you can't design. Mm-hmm. You put can't put a design on a bread that an automated baker right. or automated bread maker can, and, can't do that. And so. businesses are still going to have accountants. Businesses are still going to, because businesses are still going to have boards that they report to. But what's going to happen is because their costs go down and because their margins will go up, because that's what a business does every single time they have to make a shift like this. It's called a paradigm shift. And they have to make those shifts. Every single time they do that, their margins go up just a little bit. Their numbers go up. So what does their stock do? Go up? Yeah. 
And so everybody's a little bit happier because money's a little bit higher. Everybody's making a little bit more money and you're saving your money. So I get where people are, are stressing and worrying about, Hey, this thing happens, you know, and there are people who have, have attitudes like, yeah, well, screw social security. How's that? You know? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have mixed, um, opinions about social security. Okay. It's just, that's, that's where it is. It's, I like the idea of it and the people who have paid into it definitely should have it, but we can't cut it off because if we do, then the people who have paid into it now won't get it. And so it's like, so there's this perpetual problem right now with social security that I think we need to, that we need to consider going into a little bit of debt for, but it would be more, it would be smarter to do that after we had a flat tax though, because then the government would have money again. There you go. Because the government, because again, remember we talked about this yesterday, the federal government will see a percentage of this fair of the fair tax money, but the government will also get back into the business. Hopefully if they're smart and they can get their heads out of China, um, they'll go back to the tariff system. See, that's the only part of it that scares me is I feel like if we went back into that, wouldn't we make a bunch of countries mad at us again because we'd be taxing them for things that they've been getting for cheap for this long? So let, let me that's a, and again, these are fair questions, but let me address it this way. These countries don't like us anyways. These countries look at us as a joke or they look at us as a pompous First world, you know, we joke around and say white people problems, right? Rich people. Pro- mm-hmm. That's literally the way that the world looks at us. Ignorant people problems. Because we joke around and talk about how we can look at China and see all the corruption in China, right? Mm-hmm. And how, how can the people not see the corruption in their own government? Well, they are now. And they're starting to act up against it, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about this in, in different places. Indonesia's got it going on right now. And so um, there's a lot of different countries where people are starting to rise up. Except America. America, we're all sitting here just kind of with our fingers up our nose going on. Well, because there's a difference in all of those countries and us is that their government isn't putting a divide on purpose to keep us, you know, fighting each other instead of fighting the government. Yeah. And that's what we're doing is we're fighting each other. And so it's it's where where we're sitting right now. We're such a divided country. Right. I mean, seriously, we're you and I are divided against our own parents. Yeah. You know, we're divided against our neighbors. We're divided against people that we love and adore and get along with. Mm-hmm. Right. We have friends who are like, uh, your lifestyle. But we love you guys. But uh, your lifestyle. OK, I accept that. You know, I'm not going to stress that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to change it. You know, I, I could say the same thing to you. I could say the same thing to, to your views. I don't. Because what benefit is that? What good does that do? I don't waste my time and, and stress on it. So I don't, you know, um, I actually got into a religious discussion yesterday, <laughs> no, no joke. And it was, you know, it was actually supporting a religious belief and standpoint as to why it was there. And I was very careful to make sure now I do know. I'm like, this is what this says. This is what this means. And this is what supports it. There you go. You know, and mm-hmm. it's all within, all within the same book. So, but yeah. Everybody, everybody's looking at everything and they all have different viewpoints to it. People are like, oh, the fair tax rate's ridiculous they, when they do the numbers, but they're not doing the numbers. They're not doing it from an economic standpoint. So, again, we're, we're, we're showing why this bill is becoming less and less popular and why it isn't been more received. Right. Because you're, you're literally telling QuickBooks 
we're going to put you out of business. Right. QuickBooks is a lobbying that they're their own lobbyists between QuickBooks, Intel, Quicken, you know, tax prep software and all of these telling these companies that are make billions of dollars a year that we want to put this proposal forward. Then all they have to do is spend a couple hundred thousand dollars on the politicians that they Mm -hmm. support. And guess what? Bill never makes it to the Senate. The bill has never made it to the Senate. Okay, so what I'm talking about is in all honesty, is a sliver of a chance in the fair tax law. It's a sliver of a chance. It is hope in a hopeless situation because the odds of it passing are just crippling. So, but, but here's the thing. It's people who don't understand the fair tax uh, proposal are the ones that are struggling the most and the ones that were fighting the most against it, because that's what you do, right? You get a, sorry for if this insults you, but I'm not. You get an ignorant mass of people who hear that something's bad because they don't want to pay extra money for that same thing, not doing the economics, realizing that it wouldn't be the same thing. You're renting your building because they don't have to pay those property taxes, the same federal level taxes that they're paying all of a sudden goes down. So rent's down. Your rent's down. All the costs for everything that you need to have are down. So 30% sounds like a lot, except when you do the numbers and you sit there and say, well, 30% becomes like, you know, a lot less than what I'm paying now. You know, the Fair Tax Act, the best thing about it, I mean, not the best thing about it, it's one of the good things about it, it eliminates the death tax, which is highly illegal. It is the Le- most illegal what? tax. There's What? Okay, your dad dies tomorrow, okay? So your dad is dead. Your dad is dead, and let's, let's say that your dad had money that he saved up, and that money's going to go to you and your, your siblings, okay? Okay. Except it doesn't. If your dad has less than $10,000, 18% of that money is going back to the federal government. So this money that he's already been taxed on, right? That he's paid taxes on his entire life. Everything that he has, all of his assets, you sell everything. Now, let's, let's go through this. Let's say that your dad had a million dollars. And that's not unrealistic, right? Because... Mm-hmm. His house is part of that estate, right? Is part of the estate. And the house is, let's say, $600,000, okay? He's probably got a savings account. And he's got a savings account that's there. And let's say that's another few hundred thousand dollars. Then he's got all of the items and everything there, and you sell it, and it's another hundred thousand. So it's possible, probable, that your dad has a million dollars, okay? Okay. That he's already paid all of his taxes and everything that he's ever gotten for it, right? Mm-hmm. And everything in there. You know what that the government says? The federal government says give us 40%. For what? Nothing. All that money that's already been taxed, we're going to tax it again. That is so dumb. That's the current system. So on a million, a million dollars, 400 thousand dollars of it and just to make this clear it's a million and one dollars okay so if you can get it right to a million it's only 39 percent but that's it 40 percent of money that you've all that your dad has already paid taxes on what he was able to keep after the government took all of the taxes that he's taken he now has to post-mortem give up another four hundred 
$100,000. That is so... <laughs> it's illegal. Yeah, it's it actually is... illegal. But the federal government doesn't. We allow it. So the Fair Tax Act gets rid of that. So when I die, this house, everything that I own, everything that I have, that goes to goes to the people that it goes to, 100% of it goes to them under the Fair Tax Act. Okay? So what it should be. Exactly. Because, and then there's no IRS sitting there saying, oh, you know, well, six years ago, we think that you paid 300, and this is what's disgusting. The IRS can at that point, and they have seven years to do this. I mean, they have a chunk of time. It's not seven years anymore, but whatever it is. They have a chunk of time to sit there and, okay, so your, your dad dies. Federal government says you, you owe us $400,000. Oh, but hey, 10 years ago, your dad, we just found it. We just found it. So you try to contest it. Um, we found $3,000 that your dad didn't pay and owed him back taxes 10 years ago. Okay? Doesn't sound like a lot, right? Except they're going to use inflation on it and change oh, it. Oh, penalties. <sighs> penalties. One second. The IRS is a very simple penalty system right now. It's 100%. So year one, your dad owed $3,000. It was 10 years ago. So we multiply that times two times 10. So at the end of that nine years with that 100% penalty, okay, your dad now owes the IRS $1,536,000. What the fuck? And the estate is liable for it. Oh my God. So is, okay, so that's more than what he had yep. to begin with. Yep. So then do you have to pay for that? No. That's so what only, happens? You get nothing. You get nothing. That full million dollars that your dad had saved up for you and the kids is gone. Because that $3,000 year two becomes $6,000. Year three becomes $12,000. Year four becomes $24,000. Year five becomes $48,000. Year six becomes $96,000 and so on and so on until you have nothing. That is so stupid. Mm -hmm. And I may have put an extra number in there somewhere. <laughs> so, But either way, no, it's still right. just... Something you guys didn't do. They didn't catch. He's dead. We're going to just take it all. That's what they're going to do. They'll ultimately just take it all. And they take it all with interest and penalties. But just the simple penalty is 100%. So $1,000 that the IRS said we owed them last year, we didn't pay them. If they want to try to push that they say we owe them two thousand dollars this year we push it and ignore it until next year four thousand dollars so on and so forth right fair tax act says no when you die what you leave your family is what you leave your family what you saved is what you saved and what you leave your family because right now there's tax loopholes that are being utilized to protect against that very thing but they're not things that you or i or anybody making less than seven digits a year can afford period i can't set up an, an estate and and you know have money that's coming out to you guys and and all of these things that's that, no it would cost more than than anything else right now so but yeah so your dad leaves you a million dollars and you don't see anything that's the current system the federal government goes into overtime 
work. But under the Fair Tax Act, 100% of it goes to your, goes to whoever you want it to go. Once you pay taxes on money once, you never pay taxes on it again. <clears throat> so you don't earn money that was taxed and then have that money taxed and then everything that you buy taxed, everything else taxed, right? Mm-hmm. And then die and whatever you had scraped aside and set aside over the course of your entire life taxed right mm-hmm. so that's that's the big difference between fair tax and our current tax system social security you wouldn't need social security you your generation my generation we would not need social security if the fair tax act was implemented cuz you would have your money yeah would have had your money the whole time. You would have been making interest on your money and there wouldn't have been capital gains. There wouldn't have been all of this other stuff. So, yeah, that's the difference. It's it's a big difference. You know, again, people who are against the fair tax don't know how economics works. And that's the problem. Because here, you have special interests that don't want you to know how this shit works, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to know how it works if I work for the IRS. I like my job. My job is worth screwing over an entire nation, throwing the Constitution out the window and making up laws. Do you know that paying taxes to the IRS, there isn't even a law on paying taxes? Not one. So then how is he because you've said that to me before. I don't understand if that's it. Then how can the IRS still take your money? I'll tell you what, when you can answer to me how a bunch of people on January 6th, two years ago, were able to be kept in prison without any actual charges or any due process and are still in prison to this day by a federal government illegally detaining them, then I'll explain to you how a federal government legally puts people in jail who haven't broken any laws. But but that's still different because that's... I just there the IRS comes and takes your stuff if you yep. owe them taxes. Yep. But there's nothing that says you have to pay taxes. So Correct. how can they still how can they take your stuff? Exactly. Wouldn't that literally just be stealing? Couldn't you sue yes. them? Yeah. And do what? With what money? They've taken it all. I just I don't I feel like there should be something you should be able to do. Y- yeah, not legal. <laughs> you know, but they're doing illegal things. I- I'll tell you right now, it's like I'll defend everything that I have if somebody tries to do something illegal against me. Somebody walks, you know, if if a burglar comes into our house to, you know, do whatever at night, you know, burglar comes into our house, they are not walking out of this house. It's the end of the story, you know, but they just it's it's a federal government. They'll do whatever. And people don't do anything. And And why? Because people like this, because people who are sitting here arguing that, you know, the federal that the you know fair tax isn't fair because of the amount of people that it's going to put out of work that it's not fair because you know racism i'm not kidding in his tweets literally anti-american extremist buddy carter isn't even pretending not to be a confederate anymore yep what yeah bald-headed white guy on this geisha at musician.social literally says that exact words anti-american extremist buddy carter isn't even pretending 
to not be a Nazi anymore. 18 likes. Literally. That doesn't even make any sense. I I want somebody to explain how that could be racist because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense. He's literally trying to help the entirety of the country. This will literally benefit people in the lower class because they'll be able to have the money that they're making instead of constantly having to give it up mm-hmm. for things that they don't they're never going to even see the come around for it right they're paying taxes on shit that's not even going to benefit them so why how does that make him i feel like that makes him the exact opposite go figure really you you think that 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 him saying hey look we don't want low-income people having to pay the IRS and stress for this and giving the government interest-free loans and, you know, have their money misallocated and misappropriated and not having to pay for things that they don't do or utilize. You, you think that's, you, you think that's not racist? <laughs> wow. No, it, but this is the kind of stuff in, in his Twitter. I, I I'll tell you, I, I will put his Twitter up on our Facebook page because I just, just this tweet because the replies, no joke. Somebody else again, obviously does not understand the way economy works. He says the fair tax abolishes the death tax, which really only kicks in if one, your wealth exceeds $3 million and two, you didn't secure a trust prior. Well, most people don't plan their death. Number one, most poor people don't have the time to plan their death. Number two, and no, that is not the way that it works. The way that it works is if you have less than $10,000, it's 18%. So shut the fuck up, you idiot. This is this is what I'm saying is people like this, they get a voice and this guy gets 18 or 16 likes, three retweets on his crap, 387 views and you know, three comments supporting his statement. I looked at him already. Where nobody's sitting there saying, "No, you fucking moron. It affects you the moment you die." Yeah, he said it only affects you if you make over $3 million. Over $3 million and didn't, and didn't establish a trust prior. That's not the fucking way it works. It's like, you're absolutely stupid, you know? And it's like, and and so what are people doing? They're making Literally. it a, again about taxing the rich and, you know. House GOP votes to protect rich tax cheats oh in Lordy. first bill of their majority. But... <sighs> When you go and you read the article and you read these things that are that are attached to it, no, nope, nothing supports it. It's absolute garbage. And this is the problem is people need to shut up and actually try to and, listen for and, once. And, but you go into a, a crowd of people and say, hey, I need you all to shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. I want you to remember. Remember that there was the I, I gosh, darn it. I'm going to feel really bad about this. But there was. Oh, no, I, I just a prime example. OK, there was a black woman who was being talked over by a white woman talking about the plight of an oppression of black people. And the white woman was telling her how she knew better about the oppression of black people than the black woman knew about the oppression of black people. <laughs> OK, I think that's a common theme all the time. There was just a video that where went somebody around. just should have sat there and said, shut up or I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Shut up. You have no voice in this. We don't want you. I literally remember when BLM first came out and they're like, hey, we're not saying black. When BLM first came out before everything, BLM sat and said, hey, we're not saying that 
black lives are the only ones that matter. We're saying black lives matter too. And I got behind that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, 100%. And I agree. And there is a disproportionate amount of, of black people in prison compared to white people. And you know what? It's a societal issue that was set up and was set up because of very predatory laws that were set up and, and made things happen. And you know what? And, and took away a black father and a black role ma- model, male role model out of, out of kids' lives. That's a horrible thing in any culture, in any way that you look at yeah, it. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's just okay. it's awful. And you know what? And they said, "White people, please leave." Like, and and I and I was like, "Yeah, that's fine," because it's like I I don't look. I don't want to talk about a rape. I want. I don't want to go to a rape support group with a bunch of rapists. Yeah, it, right. It doesn't make any sense. You, I I've always understood that the whole you know i i get it the mm-hmm. there are still people out there that are racist and there are still people yeah. out there that are still discriminating against people because of the color of their skin mm-hmm. and it doesn't make any sense and it's something that we're going to be fighting and be trying to figure out for a bit until people start to understand and realize hey you know this isn't something that makes sense why am i doing this what is the reason and pe- you know it's just going to be a thing that we keep having to to deal with and it's never going to go away mm-hmm. it's never going to just you know wake up one day and nobody's a racist <laughs> like it's not how right. it works no but you know it's still but you can i don't make understand it not a thing by being supportive of the change that happens and there's you know? a difference between being supportive of something and trying to take over and still like because that's what it's become is that instead of now silencing uh, anybody of color anybody mm-hmm. of color because mm-hmm. i'm talking about everything mexicans asians all everything instead of you know completely shutting them down and not letting them have anything and da 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 being racist about it. We're now shutting everybody down because we you still apparently know better than all of us and how everybody is still being racist. It's yep. like you realize you are still being racist when you won't let the black people talk about their oppression. You you won't talk you won't let, you know, the Asian people talk about the hate that they're receiving. It's like I I don't understand how you can just say that you know better because you're white. Like you it I understand that it feels like in this day and age that there's just with all of the woke media and everything that's going around, it feels like there's no winning a lot of the time, mm-hmm. but there's still a middle ground, a very good middle ground to just shut your fucking mouth. And yeah. I really disagree with anybody that says, oh, you need to speak out. If you like, I, there's a difference. No. There is a difference between, hey, that person's being fucking racist to this black person. I'm going to fucking say something. Mm-hmm. And hey, this person is, you know, existing and you know oh because you're black go ahead step in front of me in line because you know you deserve it it's like that's right. fucking racist right right when you <laughs> sit there it's like um you and i were on the road when somebody had went and did this and he was a black guy and he decided he was going to go into into starbucks mm-hmm. and say hey i wanted to get my appropriation cup of coffee and the girl was like what it's like starbucks is offering appropriations for people who uh, you know, or reparations, excuse me, reparations for black people as, oh, and she was like, and he said it in, in such an eloquent way. And she was like, oh yeah, I think I heard something about that. And he walked out of there with three free fucking coffees. Right. It's like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Hey, at least she was like, but, but, but that's the thing is like, then people always will take advantage of things that they can. Mm-hmm. Right. And there'll always be those people that are there and there'll always be those people who are ignorant. She should shut the fuck up because if I'm Starbucks, she's fired because yeah. that's not a fucking thing. Right. And it's like and we sit there and we go, oh, well, you know, uh, but but that's that's still fair. No, you know, this isn't you're not listening. You know, every single person I've gone down his all of his tweets and up until yesterday, because it's still going up until yesterday. I went down all of his tweets. 
every single person that was calling the fair tax thing wrong, number one, proved that they didn't read the bill at all. <laughs> Not a single fucking one of them. Seriously. Because somebody, another person, nope, Barb stuck. And I'm, I'm happy to call these people out and call them idiots, right? Says, nope, although we do need tax reform, you're missing a, f a few important facts. Number one, fair tax isn't fair for all. Nothing to support it. Number two, someone will still need to manage, administer, and force collection of taxes. That's what the IRS tries to do even when you defunded. Stop lying, buddy. It is 100% fair for all you dumb trollop. Oh, my God. How it shut up. This, this is the kind of person, and I, I swear, this is the society. People need to shut up. Shut up. This, you are barb struck. You are stuck. You are a perfect example of people who need to shut up. Fair tax is exactly fair for all because it implies the same percentage on any size purchase. It doesn't imply a, you know what would be unfair? If you said no matter what kind of car you bought, you're going to pay a $10,000 tax, right? That's unfair. That would be unfair and that would be going towards the rich, wouldn't it? Because the rich can go buy a million dollar car and pay $10,000 for it, where you can go buy a $20,000 car and you still have to pay $10,000 for it. That is unfair. Fair. Fair tax says you're going to pay a percentage. That's it. End of story. It's a voluntary purchase. Oh, yeah. And by the way, if you decide to get a used car, you don't pay any taxes. If you're getting this vehicle for your business, literally, if you want a DoorDash and, you're, and you want a DoorDash full time and you buy this vehicle for your DoorDash full time, guess what? How much are you paying pay in taxes? None. Nothing. The equipment that you need for your restaurant when your when your equipment breaks down, because what what's the most expensive thing for us when our trucks break down, right? Yeah. When something breaks down on our truck and we have to pay for it, well, guess what? There'll be no taxes on that. There'll be no taxes on the truck, no taxes on the expenses that we use for the truck, no taxes on our fuel, <laughs> right? And even if there is a tax on our fuel, thirty percent is still less than what we're paying for most most part for our taxes right now. So. It just baffles my mind that people like Barb Stuck and this other guy, they're sitting here and tweeting out and getting the support. You guys are idiots. You're stupid. Shut up. Get educated. Read the actual bill before. I, I, I swear, I wish I wish you could find people. I wish there was a way to sit there and tell people you're an idiot or you that you could literally downvote people. I miss the dislike button on Facebook. I miss it because that was proper. I miss it on YouTube, right? We don't even have it on YouTube. You can dislike a video, but you'll never see, right? Yeah. It's like, I miss those things because I want these people who are making comments that are uneducated to literally be looked at as somebody you're like, oh, wow, this person sucks. I love that about Reddit. I love the fact that literally on Reddit, you can get ratioed to garbage where your opinion means Nothing. People look at you and go, oh, yeah, no, you've got so many downvotes sitting on your comment that, you know, I just pass you up. You're not worth you're not worth wasting my time on, you know, Twitter. No, everybody. Everybody is just like, you know, anything, any opinion, anything that they want, everything that they that they can say this. And it's here you go. 
imagine a poor working single mother paying the same 25 to 30 percent sales tax on a loaf of bread as a millionaire except that's not what's in the bill okay oh oh youper navy vet okay you're an idiot shut up and it's it's that's that's where it is you know the 16th and 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 here's the great thing about it and we'll talk about this tomorrow i'm going to wrap up for today um, but I would encourage everybody who's who's listening to this to go look at the 16th Amendment of the of. Huh, wow. Of the Constitution. Sorry, I've definitely been kind of a little more uh, um, energetic on this one. <laughs> but go look at the 16th Amendment of the Constitution. Part of what's great about the Fair Tax Act, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, is that um, it eliminates it. It requires the elimination of the 16th Amendment of the Constitution which is an unconstitutional part of the constitution. So, and we'll talk about that more tomorrow. So, and until then, I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. Thank you so much for joining us. And please understand that we're not hate-filled people. We honestly aren't. We just really want people to take things for the proper value that they're supposed to be. So, with that said, remember that which doesn't kill you is putting out an ignorant tweet somewhere. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.